0: Hello and welcome to the Healing Codes Podcast. I'm Julie Williams, your host, sending you weekly healing activations and inspiration for health and well-being. Today's episode is the next in the Authentic Relating Series, where I've been exploring the components needed to be authentic with yourself and apply that to your relationships. Today I'll go more deeply into connecting with needs and the importance of establishing rapport to activate our harmonious connection. I'll also guide you in building conscious communication skills to formulate requests in a genuine and life-enriching way. In the previous two episodes, we've practiced becoming more authentic with ourselves by listening to our inner dialogue, taking responsibility for our feelings, and giving ourselves permission to get in touch with our needs. This is an important first step because any relationship begins with your relationship with yourself. Once you can embody full presence in the moment, access your inner truth and identify and release the hold emotional triggers have on you, you are better able to embody your authentic self and connect with others from a place of compassion, love and safety. As you begin to become more self-empowered by releasing the need to take responsibility for others' emotions or projections by not taking things personally, the sense of freedom from carrying the burden for others is lifted. Any people-pleasing or codependent patterns lessen dramatically as you let go of expectations and reclaim your personal power with confidence and certainty. As you stay in your lane and allow others the same with respect and empathy, the importance of authentic communication skills becomes so important. The use of the skills of NVC, Nonviolent Communication, by Marshall Rosenberg, together with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, you become armed with a formula for authentic relating and the ability to uncover subconscious patterns that derail you from feeling safe and vulnerable enough to communicate clearly, honestly, and consciously. In today's episode, I'll continue to build conscious communication skills and other tools needed to create, nourish, and grow authentic connections personally and professionally. Rapport is an important component to authentic relating and is something that I teach in all my courses. It is a simple awareness to the energetic connections that naturally exist between people and consciously connecting in ways to open this carrier wave of harmony, safety, and natural affinity we have for others at a human level. Good rapport skills helps to create safety, trust, and connection. Rapport is a state of harmony, alignment, safety, and affinity between people. It is an essential prerequisite for authentic communication, connection, and relationships. When rapport exists between you and others, the possibility for respect, trust, and compassionate connection increases. It allows the aspects of being to come into sync with each other and lets both systems relax, feel comfortable, and open up into vulnerability more freely. When we are skilled in activating rapport, our presence increases and truth is easier to access and act upon. At a deep subconscious level, rapport is an unspoken communication that says you are with like kind and you are safe with me, allowing the brain and nervous system to let go of its fight-or-flight reaction. This allows for communication to flow more easily and naturally It also creates a safe space for accessing deeper levels of the subconscious mind needed to bring forward the revision of old conditioned patterns with deep and lasting change. Rapport can happen naturally between two people who have energetic resonance with each other, like two keys on the keyboard that create a harmonious chord creating a beautiful melody. I'm sure you've had this experience in life where you've met someone for the first time and feel an affinity with them like you've met them before or are similar in nature. This is an example of natural rapport versus the experience where you don't feel comfortable with somebody or like you've come from different worlds. This is an example of a discordant resonance, like two keys of the keyboard right next to each other that form a harsh, incongruent tone that is unpleasant to hear. Rapport is a skill that appreciates the primal part of our brain that we've had since crawling out of the primordial ooze that instinctively searches for friend or foe. This critter brain part of us identifies a friend by those who are like us, and a foe with those who are not. To be skillful with rapport, it is to allow this primal part of our brain to do its scan and find enough similarities to register that we are with like kind and therefore we are safe. This allows the sympathetic nervous system to relax and detach from the fight-or-flight response. This also allows for the parasympathetic nervous system responsible for the rest and recovery part to become dominant, allowing us to be able to be more open, vulnerable, and available to receive authentic connections. The great thing about learning rapport skills is that you can use them whether you have a natural affinity for somebody or not. You can use the skills to help someone feel more comfortable in your presence, as well as allowing yourself to feel more comfortable in someone else's presence. As I like to say, you don't have to like someone to unconditionally love them, and using rapport consciously can help to create the energetic bond of unconditional love independent of whether you naturally resonate with somebody or not. There are a few basic rapport techniques that will support you in building more authentic relationships that allows for the connections to remain heart-centered, drama-free and build trust and naturally deepen any connection in the moment. The first is called keyword backtracking. This is using keen listening skills to remember the specific words someone uses and then integrating them into your reply. For example, If you ask what your friend did on a day off and they say, I went out for brunch at the new restaurant near me and then had a lovely dip in the sea at lunch. Using keyword backtracking, you might then say, brunch at that new restaurant sounds lovely and how was the dip in the sea versus using your own words like that's exciting. There's a new cafe near your house. Did you enjoy your swim? In a more therapeutic setting, the use of rapport and keyword backtracking helps to let the client know that they are safe with the therapist and that they are heard and seen, which builds the trust needed to go more deeply into places that need healing. For example, the client may say, My relationship with my mother is strained such that I feel so uncomfortable I can't be around her sometimes. I wish I could get over this and have a peaceful, loving experience when I visit her at home. To build rapport using keyword backtracking, the therapist would say something like, I understand you have a strained relationship with your mother and that you would like to have the experience of feeling peaceful and loving in her home. Let's take a look at what causes the strain you feel when you are with your mother so that we can help you get over this experience versus a rapport breaker statement like, It sounds like you have a difficult time with your mother. Let's take a look at how we can change this to create a more meaningful connection between you two. The difference may seem subtle, but if you try it with a friend, partner, or family member whom you ask for feedback on using the keyword backtracking skills versus not, you will see that the use of using the keyword backtracking creates a more engaging connection where the person wants to continue to share with you. Paraphrasing or using your own words can feel disruptive or make the person feel misunderstood or like they have to explain themselves again. The next rapport technique can be done without even speaking, so these can be used in group situations where conversations may not be available or can be added to a one-to-one situation where conversation is also in use. This is called mirroring and matching. Mirroring is when you match the body position of a person as if you were facing them, reflecting them in a mirror. This can be done with body position, movements, and even breathing. When the mirror is in place, there is an instant relaxation of the parasympathetic nervous system as the critter brain recognizes you as the same and therefore safe. One can also match voice tone, pitch, and cadence in a conversation to create mirroring and matching rapport. Now that you have the basic skills of building rapport, I encourage you to integrate them into your life and get a sense of how it brings greater connection reduces conflict, and allows you to remain safe and authentic so that you can create more authentic relationships with yourself and others. So now let's continue to dive more deeply into being able to identify your needs in a situation so that you can access your truth and be able to request what you need for yourself from others. Think about an experience you recently had where you might have had a minor conflict with somebody and lost the ability to have a genuine, truthful, heart-based connection. Pick an example that's no more than a 3 out of 10 on the emotional charge scale, with 10 being the maximum. Take a moment to reflect on the situation. What was happening and how did it make you feel? Identify the primary emotion involved and then identify what is the unmet need underneath that so that you can clearly communicate that to the other person to ask for their support. For example, let's say you worked really hard on a project at work, putting in overtime and prioritizing the project over socializing until it was done. You handed it in on time and were so proud of your accomplishments and how hard you worked. Your boss then calls you into their office for a project review meeting and you think they're going to congratulate you on a job well done and give you another assignment with more responsibility since you proved your abilities, responsibilities, and skills on the last project. Instead, your boss points out all of the things you got wrong, from typos, to incorrect information, to errors in your delivery timeline, to feedback from a member of the project who felt excluded. Here's where the authentic connection skills are essential to be able to stay present, in rapport, identify the feelings coming up, get in touch with your needs and understand where the other person is coming from so that you can formulate a response that allows you to stay compassionate and invites the other person to receive what you're saying as a request rather than a demand. All of this in the heat of the moment? Yeah, great, right, okay, fair enough. It does take practice. But if you work each step and apply the skills you've covered in this series, you'll soon be able to habituate and embody your own authentic essence to be able to act from an empowered, fully present and genuine place. Here's how that would play out in this example. As you listen to what your boss is saying, you're able to not take what they're saying so personally that it diminishes your confidence. You hold strong to your pride in your work that you have done as you listen to the negative feedback. Allow yourself to feel the emotions coming up without getting lost in them or being triggered. You may feel angry, confused, or frustrated. If these emotions become overwhelming, then an emotional trigger has been activated. Do these emotions remind you of a time in your childhood when interacting with your parents, for example? If so, stay in rapport with yourself by gently reminding yourself that this situation is not the same as when it happened in your past. Stay fully present in the moment by connecting with your senses in the now. What are you seeing, hearing, or smelling in the room and the space around you? Acknowledge that this reminds you of a trigger from the past but put it on the shelf for now, promising to take a closer look at it when you're not sitting in front of your boss. Avoid blaming yourself or your boss. Blame only creates conflict by activating projection energies. Now, take a breath. Notice what you notice and try to understand where your boss is coming from, looking at the situation from their point of view. Staying connected in your heart from a place of compassion. This will let you understand what might be going on for the other person. Let's say you notice bags under your boss's eyes and the tension in their body indicating that they may be under a lot of stress. You begin then to perhaps recall a major project your boss has been working on that has fallen behind schedule and realize that they're probably under a lot of pressure from their own superior. You also remember your boss is going through a divorce and their emotions are very raw. It doesn't make it okay that they are acting out of their stress and frustrations on you, but by being aware of what's going on for them allows you to have greater compassion for the situation and let go of taking on what they are saying personally. When you can see a projection being aimed at you, then you can make the choice not to be the screen where it lands. All of this can happen in the span of three deep breaths. Staying connected to your breath is a great way to stay present and allow the motions to flow through rather than getting trapped, escalate, and explode. Physiologically, the chemical reaction associated with feelings lasts for 90 seconds. If you can stay present with that energy of the emotion for a minute and a half without reacting or analyzing the feeling, it will subside enough for you to remain resourceful in a conflict situation. Now, as feelings become more manageable, identify the unmet need underneath the feeling. In this example, the need may be to be seen and recognized for a job well done. You need to get balanced, constructive feedback, where there's good points as well as points to improve upon. Now, use the body mirroring and the keyword backtracking rapport skills, and drop into a body mirror with your boss and say, I hear your feedback about the typos, delivery mistakes, and the team member who felt excluded, and I appreciate you letting me know. But I'm feeling confused and frustrated by your feedback, as I feel there were some positive things also. I delivered the project on time. The majority of the team members were happy with my management skills. I was thorough in my approach, which came from me working extra hours to complete it. Did you have any additional feedback on what worked for you in the delivery of this project? If you do, it would really help me understand better how I'm doing overall. And if you're willing, we can formulate a plan to develop any skills you may feel I need to improve upon based on what you think was not up to par. This is an invitation for authentic connection and allows for being able to formulate a win-win situation with you and your boss to find a solution that enriches both of your lives, which is what authentic relating is all about. Now, take a moment to think about the conflict situation of your own and work through this exercise to begin to build your skills and develop trust in the process. Tune in next week as I continue on with the Authentic Relating Series with more language and skills to build authentic communication that will allow you to more resourcefully unpack your feelings and needs and understand others' perspectives. If you'd like to learn more about me and my work, please visit my website www.consciousness-medicine.com for information on my offerings, including my upcoming Family Constellation and Consciousness Medicine training course beginning in April 2024. You can also stay connected on social media and sign up for my e-newsletter using the links on the homepage.